everyone. Welcome to another podcast episode of Haystag Nation. I'm your host, Jeff Cecilius, and I'm here with a very lovely person, a very attractive person. No, not you, Dwayne. Oh, thank you, Jesse. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, was, was that well, not directed two. to me? Yeah, you too. Why not? You know, you're lovely. You're attractive. You're a handsome guy. Thanks, man. But I got someone here that's even more lovely, more attractive, more beautiful, <laughs> glorious, even, if I dare say. Oh, my gosh. Who's that? We have Vanessa Cias sitting here with us. Oh, that makes sense. That the mother sense. of your children. Yeah, so. Right. Can't say anything <laughs> bad about that. I'm really glad that she's here joining us, though. Gives us another perspective. Yeah. Another voice of reason. Yeah. I'm glad you're here, honey. <laughs> <laughs> And yes, she is my wife, in case, you know, you hadn't made that connection yet. Vanessa Cias is my wife, my beautiful wife, and the mother of my children, as Dwayne <laughs> so eloquently put it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm really glad that all three of us are here. I mean, it's been a while since we have put down a podcast, and um, I'm happy to have this conversation with uh, a good friend and, of course, uh, my wife. Not, I want to wanna call her Honey. Is that appropriate if I say honey? It is, but Dwayne may answer to that too. <laughs> <laughs> so you need to maybe I need specify. To, yeah, uh, honey one, honey two, honey one two, or maybe honey buns. No, I ain't no one else's honey, man. <laughs> that's, that's, that's good, man. That. I'm glad. That's good. Well, maybe Evanette might have different thoughts oh, yeah. about that. That's true. Maybe Evanette. And and I kind of do, I kind of miss, you know, that all four of us aren't here, right? Because usually it's Evanette, Vanessa, you, and me. And, um, you know, it just works out when all four of us have a, have a uh, good conversation, open conversation about different topics and different things. So today will be very excellent, very fun. And uh, we have Vanessa here to give us a woman's perspective and a mother's perspective. Because the topic today is a really important one. It's about uh, home. The Adventist home. The Adventist home. And so, uh, of course, all of us, you know, Dwayne, Evanette, Vanessa, and I, we all have families. We have children. You know, we try to maintain, as much as possible, we try to maintain a good and godly Christian home. And uh, I think earlier, Vanessa and I were just talking about, you know, just because you're a Christian, just because... Uh, you uh, go to church or because you have that label, does that automatically mean that you're going to have a Christian home? No. No. <laughs> no. Is no. Sim- simple as that. Why? I mean, you would assume that someone that is Christian would automatically just, uh, you know. That it flows into every other part of your life. Yeah. <laughs> and that yeah. everything is hunky-dory, perfect. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's far from the truth. So it's, it's not it's not as simple as just a person saying I'm a Christian, therefore everything else falls into place. But there's a lot of work and thoughtfulness and a lot of practice, right, that goes into maintaining and even having a a, a good Christian home, right? Correct. Well, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, Adventists are just people, just like anyone else, and um, because of that, we struggle just like everyone else. We have similar struggles, you know, especially in the home. That's the first place that uh, we know the devil likes to attack because if he can break up the family unit and uh, bring chaos Mm -hmm. amongst the family members, um, 
he's uh, helping to drive, or it can lead to driving people away from from God ultimately. You know, yeah. and uh, that's why it's important to, uh, you know, make sure that your family is abiding by biblical principles as much as possible. You know, when you say the term Adventist home, I like to just say you know it's more of a family that lives by biblical principles, right? Right. So. Right. Um, but what are you, I mean, what are your thoughts, um, honey? <laughs> Not uh, Dwayne. Yeah, let me, oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, what, what do you think uh, has, in your experience, you know, uh, as, as a mother and a head of household, you know, what, has this been simple? Has it been easy? Has it been an easy road to have a godly home, to encourage godliness, to abide by those principles that Dwayne's talking about? Um. It should be, but it's oh, it's not always like that. And I say that because life gets in the way, um, you know, especially if both parents work full time, you work all day, mm. you're tired, you come home, there's a mess, the kids are going crazy, you start yelling, and it's wait, you know, wait, wait, it are you describing chaotic. yourself or me? What are you? <laughs> oh, she's describing you, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Be careful what we expose to others uh, during this uh, conversation. No, this I'm just kidding. No, of course, yes. Yeah. No, hey, hey, let's face it. That, it example. is that way sometimes. Let's it just face is. it. It is that I'm way sometimes. Sometimes it yeah. is a struggle to kind of uphold that type of atmosphere right. in your home because it's just life gets in the way. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And, and and I mean, I know I'm joking when I'm like, hey, who are you describing here or whatnot? But I know, I know. the reality is that, yeah our home is chaotic sometimes. And I, I, I would say that we do raise our voices and one thing we do, we don't do, and I can say this, you know, we don't curse at each other. We don't, you know, um, insult each other. We don't, you know, we don't do those, those, those things, but there are moments where we lose our patience. We get angry. We, we do argue. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but, and with our, with each other, with our, with our kids, um, I don't know, Dwayne. Does that happen in your home at all, or you know? Uh, yeah, I mean, actually, it does. It's it's uh, it gets it gets tough, especially as as kids get older. You know, they start having a a mind of their own, right? Yep. And and sometimes they their their mind just doesn't. Uh, you know, it's not in agreement with yours, or it doesn't jive with yours. And <laughs> I think that's going to be a lifelong so, thing. Yeah. So so. Um, yeah, I mean, there's, there's times that I've caught myself, uh, raising my voice and, you know, I've even been called out my little girl with me. Hey, you're raising your voice because we, 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 <laughs> we, we, we try to, we, you know, that like, that's one thing I know that, that, uh, Evanet, you know, mm -hmm. my, my wife, uh, uh, tries to teach in the house, you know, there's no need to raise your voice that we can talk calmly to each other and, and, uh, still accomplish what we need to accomplish. Right. right? So, right. And we, sometimes forget those very simple yeah. mm -hmm. principles and those very simple, uh, you know, <laughs> ideas, right. That right. we, we will, and we're human and we will have our moments where, uh, we don't do very nice or very good things, but that's why we're here to have this conversation. And I, and I like that it's an open conversation because we can talk about our, our homes and some of the struggles and the difficulties and the trials, but also the successes that we have. Not everything is always chaotic and crazy and, you know, uh, uh, you know, there's not always, we're not walking around always angry or depressed. You know, there's a lot of success in what we do as parents. Yeah. I mean, the, 
families should be happy as much as possible, man. You know, Jesus wants us to be happy. God wants us to be happy. Yeah. And um, yeah, because if we're not happy, then what's the point of, of living know, together, of <laughs> living together, of ha- getting married, having a family, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, <laughs> well, we always ask each other, you know, from time to time, are you happy? You know, are you okay? <laughs> uh, I'd like to. I'd like to hear Vanessa's take on that. <laughs> uh, honey, are you are you happy? Are you still happy? You know, I mean, not 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 because we necessarily see it. There's something wrong, but you know, you just kind of touch base with that person and checking in, checking in. Yeah, hello. Sometimes you know, just being parents and having kids, you know, you sometimes forget to. Uh, Chicken on your spouse? Yeah, because you're so busy raising kids together that, you know, you also have to make time to yeah. check in with your spouse. To that's true. And then, like like you said, when you throw in that both people are working, mm-hmm. I mean, that's the case in my family. Mm-hmm. We both work. I mean, that's an extra level of complexity, you know. <laughs> so yeah. Yes. And, you know, what happens sometimes, I think, is that we tend to carry burdens on our own, right? Like, we have our helper, we have our spouse, but uh, I think sometimes, like for me at least, sometimes the human part of me wants to carry burden and wants to carry stress and wants to deal with things on my own. And I know that you've Very true. called me out on that. <laughs> <laughs> Is that healthy for our home, hun? No, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> That's a very, <laughs> very simply put, right? No, it's not. <laughs> it's not healthy. No. No, it's not. And, and I think that's something that I've uh, tried to work on and make sure that that's why, you know, you ask me from time to time, are you OK? Are you happy? Are you doing good? It's like, you know, it's just because, you know, that I tend to carry those burdens and those stressors and those things on my own. And mm-hmm. of course, that's not always a good thing. Right. Well, we're going to talk also about a, a book that um, if you're an Adventist, you're probably very familiar with this book because it's a book that circulates within Adventist circles. But if you're a non-Adventist or you're just a Christian and you're you know, wanting to dive into a good book that talks about family, home life, you know, the principles that we abide by, uh, there's a book called The Adventist Home. Every parent should have this book. I think so. Yeah, no kidding. I think every parent should have this book. Uh, it is good reading, and it, it it's such a basic book, too. You know, it goes back to the basics of home life, of parenthood, of family. And also, we'll talk about how the home is actually determines even the, 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 the present uh, state and the future state of society, right? What happens in that home life, you know, eventually spills out into uh, our society, so let's just kind of go paragraph by paragraph, chapter one, the Adventist home, and uh, we'll have a little discussion about the things that come up. And so the first uh, paragraph here says, home is the heart of all activity. Uh, society is composed of families and is what the heads of families make it. Out of the heart are the issues of life, and the heart of the community, of the church, and of the nation is the household. The well-being of society, the success of the church, the prosperity of the nation depend upon home influences. What do you guys make of that? So very true. Yeah. Very yeah. true. That's, I mean, so according to this, right, home has a very special big place. Influence. A big influence. In, yeah, in society. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And every aspect of uh you know, like I said, society, the church, the nation, the country. Uh, 
what is, I mean, do you guys see what's happening around us, you know, our current state of society? Uh, does it seem to indicate that eh, there might be a problem with home life? There might be an issue with, you know, families and homes and our society, and maybe that's contributing to some of the problems we're seeing out there. Thoughts on that one? <laughs> thought Dwayne was going to say something for a minute. <laughs> Uh, sorry. I yeah, was, there you go. I was listening <laughs> to the kids. I thought they were fighting back there. Yeah, which and, and by the way, I don't know if it, it picks up the, uh, you know, the, the, kids in the, the background. background noise, but there are children in the background. Um, we you know. could yell at them right now. We but could. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not what we're here to discuss. <laughs> we need to be patient and thoughtful and mindful. Um, but, you know, once this podcast is done, they're really going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> that's right we're gonna teach him a lesson or two about interrupting and making noise while we're doing a podcast no um but no it's just you know there's a there are children in the home right now and so it might be a little bit chaotic so bear with us if you're listening to that mm. picking up on that background noise but anyway you know we're talking so what do you guys think i mean is there a problem do you guys sense that there might be a problem um in many homes in our nation country society communities and that might be that might have some bearing on why we're seeing some of the troubling things that we're seeing um, in the news, in the media, and just overall in the way some of young people are behaving. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, um, you know, young people, kids, as they grow, you know, they 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 have to learn from some type of source, right? Yeah, they have to learn. Um, the well, you know, the characters that they develop, uh, the words that they use in their vocabulary from day to day, um, you know, the things that they learn to dwell on, all that comes from a source. You know, this is all something that's taught. It's not something that's just developed, you know, early on naturally, mm-hmm. right? So, mm-hmm. um, if the parents are, um, putting out bad examples. Mm-hmm to follow then naturally you know the younger people in the house the the kids the right. even teenagers are watching this and and will tend to reflect that right yeah i mean because i <laughs> my little girls um there's times that you know when i hear them respond to each other um they'll respond in a way that they've maybe heard me or 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 you know my <laughs> wife respond to me and, uh, you know, yeah. at, at first it seems funny, right? But it's like, you think about it, man, they're, they're really listening to everything we say. That's so man, true. You know? <laughs> and um, That is so true. Yeah, when, when, when parents are not there to do their job to raise, you know, their children the right way and the right path, to put them along the right path, um, then I think it does ultimately mm-hmm. uh, contribute or lead to um, people, I mean, to, to, some, to the bad things that you were saying that, or... Yeah. Or the negative things that, that we're seeing today, yeah, you know, around the world, you know, yeah. there's there's mass murders going on. There's, um, and, and you know, I'll take that back too. I, I I'll, I'll take a little bit of that back because maybe not everything they learn from the parents, but um, sometimes we neglect our children too, you know, and then we let um, other other influences. other influences like like TV, uh, internet, and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. so that's also something that we have Good to point. be aware of right 
So, but that does come back to parents because parents can monitor the influences that they're allowing their children Mm -hmm. to, you know, be around or hear or see. Yeah. And sometimes parents are not in tune Mm-hmm. With what their children are watching, watching or doing, listening saying, to, yeah. seeing. I mean, there's just. So, yeah. So we have direct influence and indirect influence, right? Yeah. So <clears throat> that comes back to a little bit about what you were saying in households where maybe two parents are working, right? And mm-hmm. uh, they come home, they're tired, they're And it's like, hey, just put the TV on, let the kids watch it so I can have a little bit of downtime or I need to take care of this. So just. You know, put them in yeah. front of this and not monitoring what their young minds are being exposed to. And kids are great judge. You know, uh, they have great judgment for deciding what's good TV and bad TV, right? Yes, they do. <laughs> Especially at three and four years old. It's I would trust their judgment. They're like, yeah, that doesn't look very good. I'm going to change the channel. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. man. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we, we can leave kids alone, you know, for a while. Right. No, it's uh, it goes. Uh, you're right. It does come back to the parent and how they're, um, again, how in tune they are with their children. With, I mean, with that responsibility. But that comes with a certain sense of responsibility, right? It doesn't matter how stressed I am, how tired I am. I mean, Correct. I I understand that, but my sense of responsibility should exceed whatever feelings and you know I might have, right? Right. At, at that moment, I've got to realize, oh man, I got I've got children that you know are so easily influenced by what they see and watch and hear that if I'm not if I'm not actively you know looking at what they're doing paying or saying attention. paying attention yeah. then uh, the chances are they're going to start absorbing a whole lot of mm-hmm. nonsense right yeah. <laughs> yeah and then next thing you know you're dealing that with that nonsense in your home and trying to figure out why is my kid acting like this yeah where did they learn that behavior <laughs> right <laughs> I never taught them that you know yes. So, yeah, right. And then you got a whole other issue there with discipline. How do you discipline that? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. A whole nother topic. <laughs> yeah. And like Dwayne said, I mean, eventually, you know, these children grow up and they move out of the house. So they take whatever was in that home, whatever yeah, they what were they experiencing, they take it out there to society. And ultimately, yeah, the, the character that they've developed up to that point. Yeah. Leaves the home with them. And um, yeah, that's where you start seeing, you know, the results of that character. Um, and, you know, I mean, even, even within the, the home, you can start seeing the results of that developed character to a point. Um, but yeah, like, like I was saying, it just goes back to, you know, understanding that these little minds that are being molded, that mm-hmm. are like sponges are watching us mm-hmm. every day, every minute. Mm-hmm. And, um, we have to be aware of that. Yeah. And at this very precise moment, like right now, this very second, um, our kids are testing us. <laughs> After we've told them not to interrupt right. the podcast. Yeah. Guys, we're doing a podcast. Hey, Do not yeah. you know, Just interrupt. Just go put the TV on and look. Hey, guys, uh, can you please like go inside so we can finish the podcast? That would be lovely. Thank you. The, See, that was the, a great example, that was, Dwayne. That was great, Dwayne. You don't know how done. bad I want to say, like, can you guys get out of here, please? Go inside. <laughs> we told you already 10 times. <laughs> <laughs> I was say, we were actually trying to put into practice the very art of parenting in this exact moment. <laughs> we're trying to balance, you know, keeping our train of thought, right? And trying to do this podcast. And then you've got kids. While attending to their needs. Right. Hey, this is going on and I want this. And that. it's like, really? 
<laughs> this is life. This is, this is, you know, this is where the rubber meets the road, right? Mm-hmm. Where you have to really put into practice the things that you're talking about and the things that you're saying. And uh, what, uh, what better way than children interrupting you in the middle of something to put all that <laughs> into practice? Um, but anyway, yes, home is a very important place that does determine to some extent the, the, the conditions of our society, the, even the conditions of our church. I mean, and that's one thing that's really important is that what are we seeing in churches? And a lot of that is a reflection of also what's happening inside those homes. Um, you know, and, and, and I'm sure that we can unpack that a little bit more, but let's kind of move on here. It says the, uh, the elevation or deterioration of the future of society will be determined by the manners and morals of the youth growing up around us. Wow. That's, that's a responsibility right there, isn't it? Yeah. Um, So Mm -hmm. it's not just, uh, it's not just the home that we have to be careful in, man. Mm. Be careful everywhere we're at, because mm. even other people's kids are watching us, right? Oh, yeah. Something to think about. Yeah. Oh, you know, the other thing I'm taking from this a little bit is that, you know, what we do in our home has an impact on society. So in a way, I'm responsible, not just for what my kids are learning here at home and what mm-hmm. they're doing, but I'm responsible for some of the things that are happening in society. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's so it's a double kind of responsibility, right? It's like I'm responsible for my home, mm-hmm. but also what I'm doing here, in a sense, I'm gonna be ultimately going to be somewhat responsible for the things that are happening Later. outside of my yeah. home. Right. right. And how many people think that way, you know? I just thought about it after you said it. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's crazy, right? Mm-hmm. When, when you think of it that way. I guess I just, I mean, I think I knew that, but. So you would, yeah, I mean, you just, you you normally tend to think that I'm only responsible for my kids and what happens in the home and hope that they go yeah. out and, and become good citizens, you know, model citizens. But no, I mean, what you do could Im- impact your, your kids. And then what they go on to do could impact other people around them and even the kids that grow up around them. And it's just like, you know, yeah. all these nested levels that get impacted uh, all the way into the future. I mean, yeah. even even until after we're gone from here, our, we could have had that lasting impact, right? Years after we've passed and moved on. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not an exaggeration. I mean, that statement is not an exaggeration, is it? No. The elevation or deterioration of the future of society is determined by the manners and the morals of the youth growing up around us. As the youth are educated and as their characters are molded, and their childhood to virtuous habits, self-control, and temperance, so will their influence be upon society. If they are left unenlightened and uncontrolled, and as a result become self-willed, intemperate, and appetite and passion, so will be their future influence in molding society. So our children are actually going to be molding society. Yes, because they have to grow up, and those people become adults, and... In their workplaces, mm. um, I mean, just in society, period, whatever they're doing. Yeah. They're actually molding, right? They're yeah. they're having some kind of influence mm-hmm. on other people and molding other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. I mean, how many times have you seen a group of, because at our church where we go, there's, um, you know, I have two girls. And in that church, there's a ton of other little girls their age. Mm. And it's funny, you'll see one of them is usually like kind of like the leader of the group. And whatever she says, mm. the other ones want to do exactly the same thing, you know. 
And so, I mean, even even at this young age, you can see how they each influence each other. And you know, I've, I've I've seen I've seen some uh, temperaments from you know not just my kids, but even the the friend the little friends they hang out with. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> um, but you know, it, it goes back it goes back to us. Well, right? what are so. your parents teaching, kid? <laughs> No, I mean, it's, it's, here. we, we, you know, I, well, we laugh at it. It's nothing yeah. serious, but you can right. see, you can see, you can that, see that. Yeah. Well, but that's a great, that's something that just came to mind, which is, I think it's important to emphasize also, we can't wait till adulthood to start teaching them right. these habits and virtues, mm-hmm. right? It's like, well, right. maybe when they become older, they'll get it, you know? Uh, but like you said, I mean, already when they're very young, they're interacting yes. and they're influencing mm-hmm. and they're molding and they're impacting and affecting other kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So as a parent, you, you can't wait till, you yeah. know, they're 12, 13, 14 or 18 years old to start saying, well, now I'm going to get involved or now I'm right. going to teach them, you know, certain things. Yeah. Uh, it starts very, very early. And I think also if you're a parent and you should also be aware or see how your child is interacting with other kids and also see what kind of role your child is playing right in groups like that because well, like you said they, there's some kids that are like those leaders yeah mm-hmm. and they tend to have the uh, a, a little bit more of a of a charismatic kind of personality mm-hmm. and if you have a kid that way then you've got to also make sure that as a parent you're teaching that child that because you have this charisma right you have this this kind of ability to influence or draw people, yeah. you've got to, you got to teach them how to be responsible with that. Yeah. And you know what, man, just thinking about it too, like, um, I think it was a couple Sabbaths back. We were at church and, uh, you know, adventurers, right? Yeah. We, these, my girls participate in the adventurers club. And then, um, you know, and after, it is an after, adventure, isn't it? <laughs> it can be. <laughs> and then after, after, uh, after adventures, we were heading home and I, just remember that my little girl told me that uh you know one of one of her little friends had said a bad word you know and and then i was like well what did you think of that you know well it's bad we shouldn't say it and i said okay that's fine um um and so you know they're they're they're, they're already starting to notice and even mm-hmm. at this age at my, my my little girl's nine and the other one's seven and they're listening to another kid that age use profanity yeah wow and so i'm having to teach them that yeah this particular word is a bad word Mm -hmm. and we don't want to say it because you know jesus doesn't want us to talk that way right um so when you hear that i mean you don't have to you don't have to you don't have to tell you don't have to uh like argue with 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 your friend you don't have to tell them like oh you said something but but you can always say something like you know that wasn't a nice word um and let them know why. Yeah. Well, you, you know what the good thing is in that situation, Dwayne? What's that? Your girl recognized it was a bad word. Oh, yeah. You, you know, I, you know, I, I do. There, there, there's hope like, for you, man. There's yeah. hope for you. <laughs> well, I tend to do things a little differently. Like there's I've 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 shown them like a whole list of bad words that they're probably going to hear. And I yeah. teach them what what they are and I teach them why they don't want to use it. Yeah. And when they hear it, they know that, hey, well, that's a bad word. Like this is. You know, maybe we need to like step away from this, and right. and you know, I'm kind of proud that they they can recognize that on their own now. So, what do you have like a handout with all the bad words on it? Oh, well, the first time, well, you know, because because this has happened a couple times, and they were like, this 
this this this is our friend he said this bad word yeah and or he said this word what does that mean and i was like you know what i guess i'm gonna have to teach him that. all right you let know? me pull out the so, chart let me pull out the profanity so, chart and uh well you know i let the, i let <laughs> them review know, these like, you know, there's yeah. a couple words you're, no, you're probably right. gonna hear and this is what they are and you know i don't exactly tell them the meaning because they don't need to know that at this age but right. but i tell them i mean it's very bad you know like yeah well, and, you, you know, at the same time, it's, it's, it is kind of sad, right, to hear, like, little children using profanity right. and curse words. And, Correct, yeah. Because it's like, you know, uh, where are they getting that from? You know, <laughs> you don't want, you, you hope it's not the parents, right? But, you know, yeah, I and mean. It, you know, and it might not be. It could be, it could be TV. It could be the, the, you know, maybe someone else in the house was watching a movie yeah. and they heard it and they liked the way it sounded. So they, they think it's they cool just repeated to it. it. Yeah, so. Like I well, said, that's why we got to be careful what yeah. we allow them to watch, um, and 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 who, you know even then like who they're hanging out. Like I have a habit when we're at church, like I'll go check up on my girls like every so often just to make sure they're okay, they're not fighting with with anyone else. Mm-hmm. That's called a helicopter <clears throat> parent. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> that's a responsible parent. I've Dwayne. heard that term before. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I'm this just kidding. Doesn't apply to me. <laughs> But, you know, I, I just want to make sure because, um, you know, sometimes they run around outside at church and, you know, without, I don't have eyes on them. I'm, we, no, live in a, we live in a, in a city, right? A big city. So yeah. my, my biggest concern is that there's no one lurking around waiting to like, mm. snatch one of these kids. So yeah. that's yeah. why I go check up on them. Hey, it's, o- it's okay. Don't you have to defend yourself? I, have to, I feel like I have to. I feel like <laughs> Vanessa's judging me. I was just kidding. Man. <laughs> Uh, we'll, 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 we'll wrap it up here with this last, uh, little paragraph. And there's, there's just so much again, we can continue to discuss about, about this, which I'm, I'm hoping we have more of these discussions, but, uh, it says here, the company, which the young now keep the habits they now form and the principles they now adopt are the index to the state of society for years to come. Yeah. That's basically what we just said, right? Yeah. <clears throat> it, what, what they learn in the house can go on to have a lasting influence for years to come. I mean, mm-hmm. up <clears throat> to the very end, you know? It's like we don't have, we usually don't think of our responsibilities, right, in terms of long-term future. Right. We think of our responsibilities in the here, now, maybe short-term, right? And, mm-hmm. But obviously, this is talking about years to come, mm-hmm. and not just your home, not just your children, but society in general. Mm-hmm. Hey, so 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 in today's society, um, there, there's a there's there's these uh, you know beliefs that that children should have a mind of their own and get to choose what they want to be, what they want to do, how they want to talk. Yeah, I mean, have you have you heard of that? No, not really. <laughs> not making <laughs> no, any sure. news. That doesn't make that doesn't make any sense, Dwayne. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I mean, I'll, I'll, I mean, obviously, yes. I, I think that's a uh, a spirit and an attitude that's just permeating all out there. You know, uh, you have this idea that let me do my thing, let me do it my way. I am who I am. No one's gonna tell me anything. No one's gonna tell me how to behave, how to think, what to do. And as young as four and five. Yeah, is that well, what it's they're a because they're totally because they're totally self sufficient at that age. It's a right? four and five year old mentality, really. But you're seeing it played out in. I'm, I'm I mean, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. It's, like, because there a, have been articles out there that's yeah. like four or five years old making yeah. decisions for themselves, um, and they don't know how to tie their shoes yet. 
Yeah. Correct. <laughs> and and you got parents that are so permissive, you know, that it's like you just do whatever you feel is good for you, whatever you feel is right. It's kind of almost like a like a naturalistic worldview, right? That just be natural and you'll be completely fine. Correct. And and I think it's, it's not that's unrestrained. Yeah. And what you're going to end up with is that's a very, very dangerous. Yeah, very dangerous, yeah. At the end of the day, uh, is it is is are your children or or is your household following? I'll go back to how we first started: biblical principles or non-biblical principles, right? Mm. Worldly principles. Mm. So we always have to keep that in mind, you know. And constantly, I mean, we can simply ask that question: is what I'm is what I've done today, or is what I'm teaching my children, or or the exa- example that I'm giving in my household? Is it following a biblical principle or, or not? I'll, I'll end with this because I know I said I end with the previous <laughs> statement, but I really will end with this one right here because this is a good way to, to end this conversation. The sweetest type of heaven, excuse me, the sweetest type of heaven, home should be made all that the word implies. It should be a little heaven upon earth, a place where the affections are cultivated instead of being studiously repressed. Our happiness depends upon this cultivation of love, sympathy, and true courtesy to one another. So I hope we can have those kind of homes, right? We start having those kind of homes. And if we don't have those kind of homes, this is an opportunity, right, Mm -hmm. to begin to cultivate these things. And I think that's the point of these conversations is that we can encourage other people that may be struggling their home life, right? Um, And we can share the lessons that also we've learned and some of the things that we've done. We're not perfect by any means. Our homes are crazy and chaotic and not the best examples at times right (laughs) but hopefully we've drawn from those lessons too and we can share share with others and say hey you know what our homes have not always been great but if you're home if you're struggling and you don't feel like you're in the place right now that you think you should be or that God wants you to be you can always turn it around you know you can always start new you can always start making changes and so we just want to be able to do that and share that with people that's true. It's never too late to turn it around. I mean, I mean, I mean, I've seen, I mean, we've seen what the love of God can do. I mean, you, yeah. you've seen even adults, you know, that have lived crazy lives throughout their, their teenage years, their young adult lives. And then the power of, 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 of uh, uh, you know, the power of salvation, of, of, of believing in Jesus Christ and, and his word has, yeah. it has the power to transform people, you know. I mean, you know, so it's not a hopeless situation. No, right. Even if you're past those young years with your children, there's mm-hmm. still hope if you have adult children. But, but there are yeah. consequences, yeah. right? Yeah, we, we have to recognize there are co- consequences, yes. right? Yeah. And unfortunately, we'll have to live with those consequences, but it's never too late to let the Lord in to help you start getting on the right track. Absolutely. And that's the the beautiful thing, man. Yeah, and 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 God can work things out in a way that maybe we can't anticipate, right. we can't predict. Maybe we can't even think about right? right. So it's it's we should never uh, completely abandon our faith, even though it does it may get difficult. But we do want to encourage people. If you're having, you know, problems, issues, strife, conflict within your home, um, begin to adopt, you know, some of these ideas and and, and these principles. And like you said, honey, right? Uh, mm-hmm. You don't even it's if your children hopeless. are grown, yeah. even if they're adults, they're outside the home. You know, there's still a way to reconnect. Hopefully, right? You can still reconnect with them and and still make 
make it a point to be an influence on them uh, somehow, some way. And we hope that God will give you all wisdom and give us all wisdom to have godly homes because in today's culture, society is not a popular thing. Mm-hmm. It is not a talked about thing. Yeah. It is it's not encouraged. A, it's a forgotten thing, I think. Yeah. It's kind of an old way of doing things. You know, it seems to be that old fashioned, right? Out of date, outdated, outdated. That's what what people would think. Who thinks about their home life this way anymore? You know, right? Yeah. Thanks, Vanessa, honey. See us. Yeah, you know, if 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 you're finding like that, you you just don't have time to read this book or listen to these podcasts. You know, just start with prayer, right? Absolutely, it's the best way to do it. Best thing you can do. You start that that you know, start your day early with Jesus. Help, ask him to help you. Put on that Christ-like attitude in front of your family, mm-hmm. and and you know you win these battles. You win, uh, or you still you you mold the characters inside your household day by day. You know, mm-hmm. yep. one day at a time. Yep. And so you got to start somewhere. You know. Yep. Thank you for your wisdom, Dwayne. <laughs> Appreciate your wisdom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Vanessa. Yes. Your voice is melodious. And heavenly. And heavenly. <laughs> Thank you for gracing us with uh, your I presence. I think she took sweetest, that. I think I know the sweetest type. I think she took that last <laughs> sentence a little too literally. <laughs> hey, it's in the Adventist home, so it yes, yeah. that's yeah. what I'm striving for. That's right. Is that how she talks to you, Jesse? Um, yes. That's why this household works. That's why. <laughs> that's why we're still here. <laughs> I need you to. I need you to hang out with Evan more. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Appreciate you, Vanessa, Dwayne. I appreciate you guys for, um, uh, you know, just, uh, yeah, you know, sharing your thoughts and uh, sharing all your uh, wisdom, your experiences. I think we're going to have way more of these types of conversations um, and they're going to be just great. Okay. Yeah. It's a long book. It's a what? It's a long book. <laughs> it is a very long book. There's a lot of stuff to talk about. Yeah, and it'll probably take us about 20 years. But this is groundbreaking <laughs> stuff, you know? This is. It's it's uh, to your advantage. You get started early with your kids. Yeah. And, I mean, you can see them down a good path, man. Yeah. And you know what? If someone is listening to this podcast, <laughs> notice how I said if someone is listening to this podcast. <laughs> share, share. And you know someone, a young family, you know, they have young kids, you know, share it with them. Yeah, sure. Or buy them the book, The Adventist Home. Yes. Or that's great. Great plug-in, Vanessa, for The Adventist Home. That's a perfect idea. <laughs> we'll see all you back here next time on Haystack Nation, y'all. Take care. Have a happy home, and God bless. Deuces. <laughs> <laughs>